Tonight, Sasha goes on a wild ride, Yvonne tries to get to the bottom of things, and what is going on with the Annex? Plus, we have our special segment where we take on the real versus the fake called Fact versus Fiction. It's the Chambers After Show, Episodes 7 and 8, Trauma Bonding and Heroic Dose, and it starts right now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz So happy in the craziness. Yeah, man, I'm just like so happy. frolicking the desert <laughs> while there's like carcasses everywhere. <laughs> it's great. How is everyone doing out there in internet land and the second screen? It's the Chambers After Show. I'm Flubba Boys, and I am living it. I'm loving it. This new song is dope. But I'm joined by my esteemed panel who also love this song, right? We to do. my immediate left, she is one of my favorite people on the planet, and she is also a huge fan of this year's NBA playoffs. Mitch Jackie Ray. Hey, hey, y'all. Go Houston. <laughs> <laughs> and to her left, another legend himself, also upset the Mets lost today, Mr. Christian Blatt. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing quite well. You can't get upset that the Mets lose. It's just sort of like, what like it is. oh, it's a cloudy yeah, day again it's today. It's just what oh, it yeah. is. The, weather, the no, weather's no, disappointing. Like, yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> I want to be an old guy with a long beard and be like, when they actually win the pennant, I'm like, yeah, you know. Yeah. Finally, I can cut this off. <laughs> but we're getting back to Before we get into like the nitty gritty of what happened in episode seven, eight, just overall impression of the two episodes back to back, Jack, what do you think? Um, the Episode seven kind of took a dive for me, but they picked it right back up with eight. Um, as far as entertainment value, as far as like uh, you the story, know, or? it's kind of like it's one of those things where you know you're you kind of like my my dad used to say beating a dead horse and in episode seven like we get it she's got a problem let's start solving it a little bit so I think they picked it up with eight on that a lot we got a lot of new information mm. we saw a lot more of Becky finally and I, I must say fantastic job on the casting because her and Elliot do look a lot alike. Yeah. So well done. Now that you mentioned it, I see it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how the uh, three of us uh, seem to have all missed that they were twins, but uh, I get it now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I thought that uh, these uh, episodes, uh, they're good. I mean, I, I like the way that the story is progressing. Still all in Team Frank, Team Big Frank. And uh, you know what? I'm starting to maybe not trust Penelope. But I'm still all in on Frank. Just 24 hours ago, you're like, yo, Penelope, Team Penelope. Now you're just like, oh, I, I, I don't I, know. I, I, hey, I think some people would have bailed, would have jumped ship already. I'm just starting to, to – and you know what? Feeling better about her than Marnie. So, you know. Well, that's so, easy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. It's a very low bar to clear there, dude. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's cool. It's true. Uh, so, I, I understand that Elliot and Becky are definitely uh, twins, but I guess in this episode we saw shared dream space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Christian, help me out here. So, they're able, Elliot's able to go into that space with Sasha at once. Was that something that surprised you at all? I mean, not not at this point in the series. That everybody seems to be really cool with, like, oh yeah, but everybody just seems to be taking at face value. Like, well, yeah, of course you have uh, Becky thoughts, and uh, sometimes you you act like her. Sure, you can totally communicate with her. Um, so no, I wasn't really surprised. It just seemed like a a logical progression of where the story had been. You know, the uh, what the previous uh, six episodes. You know, so. Um, I, I think, you know, it's one of those things where it took me a second. I'm like, okay, so we're doing shared dreams? Okay, I, I guess. <laughs> you know, I mean, we didn't know that he had shared dreams with his sister until this episode. But uh, I don't know. I, I find that uh, they that everyone in the show seems to accept this. So it's just easier for us to be like, okay, let's just go along for the ride. I mean, it's not a far reach considering <laughs> he said that, oh, you know, she did something to herself and he felt it. And, and we've heard that 
in actual life where mm-hmm. there's twins and someone will call the other one and say, oh, you know, my mom calls me right now. If I'm feeling down, she'll be like, hey, you were just on my mind. Is everything okay? Like every single time. Like clockwork. So my it, magic. No, I hear it, you. It, yeah. it happens every single time. So, I mean, it's not far fetched, you know, especially if their parents are kind of culty. Yeah. So. Mm. Huh. I'm, I'm being gentle. One, I said culty. One, cult like. Cult, <laughs> maybe maybe one parent more than the other. Maybe maybe maybe, maybe indeed. So the whole idea of the dream, mm. the, the dream thing, was to reenact the exchange that Becky had with Elliot when Becky stabs Elliot, or to find out what was the reason behind that. Now we saw what happened. Do you guys have a different opinion of Becky? Uh, seeing the the display of uh, rat tails, may I ask? Uh, or even mention and her aggressive nature, or you're kind of like this is kind of going back into the whole Becky is not that good. Jackie, what do you think? I think Becky is not that good. Just straight I, up. Just straight up. There's um, no I, I, And I'm sure at the end there's going to be some sort of saving grace that's like, oh, Becky's good. No, she's not. Because I feel like whatever they put in here has caused her true self to come out. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think she loves her brother, though. And I think that her understanding of whatever darkness that was in here was being intensified and wanting to get her brother out of that situation. I think that that was genius in how she played that out. But as at her core, I do not think she's good. So well, many turtle tails were lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I think that that is the the goodness that is still there in her is that she realizes that you know she loves her brother. She needs him to be somewhere else. So sure. she's uh, yeah, this dude stabbed me. He needs to go to rehab right now, yeah. and uh, I, she clearly did that for his own good. And uh, but yeah, I mean, I know it's jumping ahead to the other episode. You're like, oh yeah, there's all kinds of bad going on in Becky. Doesn't seem like it's necessarily her fault that it got there, but yeah, there's definitely, uh, I don't know, there's definitely, there's only a lot of problems, and I, I think we should be concerned uh, about, uh, you know, poor Sasha having this uh, crazy, crazy demon girl living inside of her. You know, it's another problem in that weird <clears throat> wine cellar that opens up from one side, not yeah, the that, other. Yeah, that, that oh, troubled me. Do you, you think there's any chance? And I have not oh, watched no. ahead. Have not watched ahead. Yeah. You think there's any reason why they made sure that we understood that it only opens from nah, the outside? Nah, what's Chekhov's gun, really? I not, mean, not, not quite sure yeah, why. Yeah, because if you've had a couple of drinks... And it's like, and, oh, let's and, go oh, back and, in and, and get and another have, bottle. And I have tonight, by the way. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he did not include us, but no shade. No shade. I was on the drive over. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh. Don't drink and drive. That's the pre after show. Yeah. But Bonus could you imagine, like, hey, Flibo, go get us some more wine. And you're like, I shall. And yeah. you go in there and... Guys, because yeah. now we've had a few. We done forgot you in the. <laughs> yeah, the, right. the and, and, and look, Flobo, all there is for you to do is just drink until somebody finds you. That's yeah. true. So you just keep opening bottles of wine. Out. See, you can't you live by yourself with wine. Oh yeah, that is a silver lining for sure. I like it. Yeah, I think that has to pay off at some point. <laughs> it was kind of awkward to have this one opening of this wine closet, but uh, uh, Sasha goes in there. She pulls out that scorpion uh, labeled bag of not crack, but DMT. Which is actually a legit thing. I had to look it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a hallucinogen. Um, why would you think Becky would be down to do that? Even though they said about the whole suppressing memories and stuff like that, what, what do you think would be the, the inciting incident for her to go, drugs? Drugs has to be the answer. Kristen? Well, I think uh, the, the beginning, if you're, you know, when you're first putting together theories, uh, she's, what, 16, 17? Mm-hmm. So it's like, hey, you want to do some drugs? They, that, can, that can come up sometimes. But I think as they explain that she was really trying to remember something and uh, 
couldn't get ayahuasca, so why don't you go for the next best thing when, you know, you got to figure a town like that, of course, has the uh, friendly neighborhood drug dealer that everybody knows. Yeah. You know, rich white girl. Makes perfect sense, actually, in, in that school. You know, the, the you know, basically somebody that's right there in plain sight that uh, nobody would think that it's her. So, uh, you know, I mean, I'm sure she knew just how easy it would be to get something. Um, and uh, so... I, I again, it's not surprising that she just felt like I, I really need to understand this, and it, it really ties into Sasha, especially the first half of the of the season, also having the same things. Like I really need to know more about this. So, um, no, I, I didn't find it hard to believe at all. It actually seemed like a logical progression. Again, in this town where everybody's, you know, a little. A little spiritual, a little like put some crystals on the stairs and, you know, all this stuff. And it's like, well, yeah, let me take something so that I can try and relive an experience that uh, I have repressed for some reason. Wow. Uh, Jackie, the fact that Sam hears everything, was that kind of weird to you or creepy? Or She a- better hear everything. She a drug dealer. She <laughs> needs to know when people are coming. No. You, yes, girl. Hear everything. Okay. <laughs> so follow-up question. They, they, they talk to her, and then she basically says that, hey, she didn't even use this stuff. Uh, and that was like the lead over to, to Marnie. Now, were you surprised that it, it wasn't her as far as like she being the one to do it, that somehow Marnie was still involved? Was that too convenient for you? Or was that something you really to go and rock with because we don't like Marnie because she's team fake nice? Well, she is team fake nice, but aside from that, um, you also messing with her man. So that mm-hmm. should be the last person you go into for some help. Because if she knows, as she's mentioned, she was well aware, then you should expect some sort of pettiness. Right. <laughs> you know, but, so I wouldn't have done that. I mean, especially you know when you're in high school, you don't necessarily think that people know what you're up to. You know, so I don't know that she. Becky thought, like, well, hey, Marnie's smart I enough to know what we're sco- up to. High school boys don't necessarily know yeah, that people dumb. know what they're up to. Women, we, we mature a little faster, especially in ways of who is trying to take my man. Okay. <laughs> right, but I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I know, but I'm talking, I'm talking about from Becky's point of view. I think that uh, somebody that's doing something that they shouldn't be is like, well, I'm clearly not going to get caught. Nobody knows what I'm up to. And right. uh, so she might have uh, continued to trust Marnie, which... You know, maybe not the greatest uh, course of action. Ladies, if you are in the chat, please help me out and let him know that is not factual. <laughs> like, you know when somebody is doing dirt to you and you know that someone else probably knows you're doing dirt because you've caught that glance. You know. Ladies, chime in. Help Chris out. <laughs> I, look, I, and, uh, but I'm sorry, your, your answer is only relevant if you also have a demon living inside you like <laughs> Becky did because maybe she didn't think so clearly. Well, we know? are in Los Angeles. So, but... Yes, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. yeah, so, well, yeah, in Los Angeles, your demon takes 10%. <laughs> takes 10%, yes. <laughs> so Sasha ends up uh, trying to investigate Marnie and to your point, she sees it coming a mile away. She's mm-hmm. all like, your investigating skills are whack. I'm like, I told you, Scrappy Doo. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Uh, and I thought that was going to be a dust-up there. I thought that was going to be a fight between the two of them. But they were kind of civil-ish with it, um, with eventually Sasha saying, look, I know uh, the link that you have to Becky. Right? You, She took the drugs that you offered, and that caused her that way. So knowing that, Jack, let me ask you this. Marty had a slight, slight minute of remorse. Mm-hmm. Did that change your opinion of her at all? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is that part of her grand plan? Or Well, no, I think... So at the end of the day, I don't think that she had ill 
I don't think she meant for Becky to die. Sure. I think maybe, you know, she might have meant for some harm to come to her, but I don't think death was it. And she, you know, based on what Keith had said, or, yeah, what he said is she, she's all about the natural and, you know, things of the earth. So for her, it would probably be like, oh, God, I gave her something from the earth that killed her and or Mm -hmm. she's part of the reason why they were, you know, trying to make Becky into whatever they're trying to make her be. And for her to be the reason that their plan went awry, I'm not entirely sure what we saw was remorse more than fear that the culty people will find out that she's the reason that Becky's dead. Hashtag culty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, it's actually what I was thinking uh, when you asked the question, is that it's it's less uh, guilt than it is uh, fear of being found out. You know sure. what I mean? And uh, as the two episodes have gone along, yeah, I mean, clearly the uh, clearly Marnie is, is in really deep on this, and uh, I... I think that that's really what it is, though. It's uh, I, I don't know that there's much remorse. And, you know, maybe there is, like, a tinge of it, but uh, I was never Team Marnie. I might still be Team Penelope to a fault, but... Uh, but we need to circle back. You said that Marnie had fear of being found out, but mm-hmm. two seconds ago, you two- said Becky did not have the fear of being no, found out. No, no, this out. is present-day Becky. Right. No, sorry, I'm saying uh, Marnie. It has the fear of being found out now in, yes. the, in the present timeline. But when Becky was messing with Marnie's man mm-hmm. in that present moment, you said she did not have the fear of being found out. Mm, uh, that's Becky. That's a different person. You no, no, no. But <laughs> right. well, we're not gonna do it. Well, <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, so what I'm saying is that Becky in the past did not think anyone, uh, you know, anyone knew what she was up to, and so she's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna trust this girl. That's my friend. Is kind of annoying." totally boning her boyfriend, but she doesn't know because I'm Becky and I'm super clever and also evil. And Boy I way. think now, present day Marnie, also kind of evil, just with a, with a different group of characters. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think she doesn't want the shady people that she's in the, the masks and the ceremonies with, uh, knowing that maybe she did something she shouldn't have because uh, I don't think they take kindly to people that don't follow the blueprints. The... Uh, why can't I think of the name of this uh, the the fake religion that they oh, have? Oh, the annex. The annex, yeah, because it, it you know it's it sounds like a night school. I think. Fun fact though, the, when I first started watching this, and they said annex. The whole time I thought they meant an annex building. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah oh. What's well, an annex to your soul? <laughs> My bad. It's like everyone in this town is like on some sort of caper, right? Uh, finally, Yvonne and TJ get work together. They, they understand that something was wrong with Sasha, even though TJ's like, we've broken up, bro, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Yvonne's like, no, I mean, Sasha is really like going through some stuff. And I thought that was kind of convenient. The, the pamphlet was in uh, TJ's bag about oh, the, the job fair that happened off camera. Uh, the annex is doing things. But I know, Jack, we talked about this yesterday. Uh, how do you feel about Yvonne still going forward to help out a friend, even though yesterday she had to be like, I can't deal with you right now. Even my mom crazy, but you're still my girl. Yeah, I'm still team Yvonne on that one because she did the right thing by turning Sasha away because mom was in a situation. But she's still Sasha's best friend. So, yeah, yeah I have to protect my mom right now. But I, but as soon as my mom is squared away and I know she's safe, I'm coming for you. You're my best friend. We're going to figure this out. I'm going to help you. That's, That's exactly cool. how you handle that situation. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like the fact she went to TJ first because, I mean, that's the person I would know her most intimately. Uh, Christian, imagine if you're TJ for a second, right? Oh, my oh, goodness. Wait, you, I you would be. Do uh, hair, yeah. do sure. Let me yeah. see what I can do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Are you already whipping your hair? <laughs> yeah. Let's just try. You told him to imagine. I, I, I'm I mean, just jealous. 
because you have some. I can't uh, get in the zone of TJ if I don't. Right. So your most important day ever was ruined by Sasha. Mm -hmm. And then Yvonne's saying, hey, man, you got to help out Sasha. And he kind of sort of kind of like, well, he does his own thing eventually. But at first, he's like, here's his pamphlet. Do you think he acts in in, in response in the best way possible there? Would Would you have done more? Would you have done less? If you're just feeling that that staying that raw feeling from your enrollment ceremony, no, I mean I think he he's pretty upset, but obviously he does love Sasha, and you know I mean even if he's angry, he still cares about her. And look, whatever that was that happened, even though it was an important day for him, it's clearly she's going through something, and. Yvonne's saying something that reinforces that. I think he's like, all right, well, let me do the bare minimum so that I can help, uh, so that you know we can we can be this investigative duo. I mean, I'm totally Doctor Watson. You're gonna have to do all the hard work, Yvonne, <laughs> right. but I'll I'll be here if you need me. But you know, just just not yet. Yeah, and props. Yvonne tries to infiltrate the annex by going to a random pop up somewhere and trying to get a yeah, job so interview. Yeah, so how culty is this cult where you just let? I mean, I get. I, I did do some reading on what cults do, and the, the first thing they do if you're in a vulnerable position, which um, is why I thought it was interesting that they kind of went to all the women, mm-hmm. uh, you know, who had these premature babies, and like, if you need help, we got your back. So that's like culty step one, right? Um, but you just, but really, she comes in and you tell her, oh, you're going to be a greeter, and she's like, nah, bruh, it, and you're like, okay, yeah, it's a waste of her skill set. Yeah, I respect Yvonne. You know, not just be like, oh, I'm so happy to take her to us. Yeah, the, and the thing about the the storm babies that they reference is 58 women 58. gave birth. That's a lot of babies in one small town for sure. Yeah, yeah. So and did they did they provide financial support for all fifty eight babies? I, I doubt that. No, just the ones that have uh, the capacity. No, just the ones that have the capacity for evil. I think you know one ones that babies are, do not have the capacity for evil. That's a lie. I do believe some. I mean, they're yeah, born yeah, evil. I mean, yeah, I mean, evil babies. Are, yeah, Rosemary's Baby. I, I mean, believe. just just to do one reference to a film. I, I think it's it's possible. Yes. <laughs> I hear that once once. Uh, a parent displayed by uh, by pee from a baby. It's like you're all evil. I can't deal with you. Uh, but you also, it seems that Yvonne's efforts uh, kind of got paid off in the worst way, right? She's like confronting Sasha, who has his dope blowout, right, mm-hmm. and dressed like Becky, and she gets shoved out in the road in her latest Becky episode. You know, I kind of feel sorry for her, but the question I ask is. Um, her asking her to just go because she's dealing with some stuff. Obviously, it's, it's in the moment. She's kind of a peak there. Um, if that were you. And you were shoved with Sasha. Even though you know it's Becky, what would stop you from being like, you know what, maybe I'm going to ham in this. I'm getting involved in this cult for you. I'm not even sure if I know what I'm going to do to help you out. Well, I think once you get past the part of like, okay, yeah, she totally just pushed me into traffic and I almost got hit twice. Yeah. Uh, it's like, okay, but that's actually more of an indication of how much help she needs because sure. you're like, that is not Sasha doing that. And, you know, the most surprising part about all of that, of course, is that after she pushed her, uh, Sasha has this big smile. Like, oh, my God, I totally just did that. That was awesome. She almost <laughs> died two times. And uh, I don't know why it didn't. That's the part that's making me sad. But uh, so I think that, you know, I mean, clearly, as we saw you know, in the course of both episodes, when she has a little bit of time to, you know, overcome the fact that uh, she almost died two times that uh, it, it's it just reinforces the idea of how much Sasha needs somebody's help and right. clearly n- nobody's going to help her Frank's got his own problems yeah. so you know and that would really be the only other person helping her so that's why she uh, she's teaming up with TJ I think Yvonne reacted accordingly you know what I mean because her instant thing was fear you know what I mean and 
quite frankly, Sasha's lucky that she didn't smack the hell out of her because, <laughs> you, you know, that would have been my first reaction. Yeah. But um, after that, I think she realized immediately that even though she was still in that moment of fear, and even Sasha, I felt like she realized immediately that it wasn't her, it was Becky. That's why I don't feel like Becky is good because mm. why do you... When Becky manifests herself, good things don't happen. Mm-hmm. It's not like she manifests herself and says, hey, Sasha, this is what I'm trying to tell you. I'm going to use a low, gentle voice. Fair you enough. know what I mean? It's like, let me push this heifer in the street. Like, that is not... <laughs> Damn, Becky, that you street. Yeah. How that, so I don't believe she's good. I think she's evil. But I think once you have a, a moment to let the adrenaline from the fear die down, then you go back to best friend. Ah, that's a good point. Speaking of kind of evil uh, real quick uh, on the end of the episode we got some ac- interaction between Nancy and Coach Jones now we always were saying something was odd about this one mm-hmm. um, but the fact of having a pile of worry beads seemed kind of creepy to me personally Christian what do you think about that Him well it was that interesting that they were out. you know they were stuffed down the drain I mean not actually stuffed but they were clogging the drain mm-hmm. so it was like alright so when was she so worried that uh, you know you know it's like did she have those on that day and you know, I mean, I, that wasn't the last time that the shower was run, though. I mean, because we know that Sasha ran it. But uh, so I think that it does raise questions. And I think uh, Nancy responded appropriately, which is so let's talk about the fact. It's like, so you give jewelry to uh, underage girls, uh, underage girls who, as I referenced in the first episode of this show, no problem having nude scenes, but that's besides the point. Uh, Coach does not know that. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, by the way. Coach totally knows that. <laughs> Coach, Coach always gave off a creepy vibe, as always. The, hey, I just want to be your friend. I'm here to help. I'm like, no, you never trust that person. Yeah, especially my van. Don't yeah. get it. Want some candy, little girl? <laughs> right. you, hey, can I give you some worry beads? I'm worried that you're not thinking about me. Mm-hmm. Anything else you guys want to add on the episode trauma bonding before we move on? I don't remember which happened in which episode. I'm sorry, uh, I watched them both right yeah. before this. Uh, so I, I, I'm actually it happens, guys. Uh, did uh, did uh, Johnny Bell Bonds visit Frank in this episode or the next one? I think it was. In, uh, I don't remember. Uh, actually, run together. <laughs> yeah, I will say this though. I I do. I've started this whole series thinking Mom was the reason why this creepy stuff is happening. <coughs> I've completely backed off of that. I don't mm. think she has anything at all to do with it. Um, do you I mean think Nancy or Nancy. Sasha's mom? Okay, Nancy. No, I just, yeah. yeah, Nancy. I don't think she has. I, I don't think her or Ben have anything to do with it. I think Nancy. You think? <laughs> I ben think you're knows? half right. Yeah, I think Ben knows all about everything. Yeah. I. You know what? The way he stood up for his son when the annex wanted to shove him That's back true. into rehab. Yeah. I, I just. I don't think he does, and I don't know which episode that was in. That's but, the next um, episode. Okay. We'll get to in a second. <laughs> Before we do, Christian, tell the world how we can see each other online. Yes, uh, I wanted to take a moment and thank each and every one of you for making us the ESPN of TV Talk. Uh, for us to continue to grow, we could use your help. If you're on YouTube right now, hit that thumbs up button, subscribe. And if you're on iTunes, go ahead and give us a five-star rating, because even a four-star rating, that's for chumps. But no matter where you are, leave us a comment so you can get involved in the conversation. Being a part of AfterBuzz TV has meant so much to each and every one of us, and we truly appreciate you supporting us in doing what we love. Don't forget to tell your friends, and keep enjoying all of our shows. All of them. you got to record that choreographed thing you guys did the thumbs up <laughs> well we, we, were, we were rehearsing yeah no one told me I feel left out I'm still going you're like, not on the side of the desk yeah, right? I'm hitting yeah. four with five stars it's crazy yeah, that's cool uh, the episode Heroic Dose it's essentially a giant trip favorite line I heard was from Ben who goes F grace and gratitude he is not happy 
as as what happens to Elliot uh, being sent back to rehab. Christian, walk me through this. What exactly happened to Elliot? Where is he going? And why is Ben so upset? Uh, all of that sounded like uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Well, right? the Who are these people? Who's the taking the kid off to rehab? Who was the go? I mean, what's the deal? What's the deal? In any case, yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, whatever was in his drink, uh, yeah, I think in this day and age we call it the Cosby special, so clearly hey, whoa, he didn't, whoa, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa, hey, whoa, clearly he didn't whoa. know what was happening. All right? He's stumbling all over the place. That was really just to, to see what would happen to Flobo if I said that. Uh, but no, I mean, I, honestly, I don't, think it, I don't think it's just alcohol. I think that whatever's in there, it's, uh, I don't know. Look, there's a lot of drugs happening in this town, but uh, probably something that you know, I'm going to assume some kind of opioid-based thing because if, it, it, you know, they want to be able to prove, like, say, look, this kid's using again. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know. I mean, I think because we, we hear the off-camera, oh, can you give this drink to whatever, he has a green shirt on, a blue shirt on. Uh, and I, I think we're fairly sure that that's, that's Marnie saying that, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's obviously part of a very calculated effort. And, you know, look. Uh, Marnie's always doing somebody's bidding, you know. Marnie's there is no team Marnie. Marnie's like, ah, ah, who's paying attention to me? Oh, I'll help you. Oh, Becky, oh, you don't like me anymore. Okay, now I'm totally uh, out to get you. So, Dang. well, I'm just saying. Uh, so I think that what really happened is that uh, you know they were, they just needed him to make a scene where they could drag him away because. Clearly, uh, they need him out of the picture. That's why he was out of the picture in the first place. Sure. You know, uh, although I mean, I guess that's one way to look at it. They liked the fact that he was out of the picture. I think he was out of the picture because uh, that's what what Becky kind of engineered. And now they're like, all right, we need him away from Sasha uh, for reasons soon to be revealed in the same episode. Sure, I think it's all very calculated um, because he. By his own admission, is a is a cocaine user, mm-hmm. and so obviously he's built up that tolerance. So he says at the last Equinox dance or whatever, that's when they dosed him with the heroin, and that ultimately led him to going to rehab. And now here he is again at the the same Equinox dance or whatever, and now they're dosing him with something else. Um, so I would I would love for him to have total recall of that night because sure. I feel like he probably saw something much like he did with Sasha, and something was going wrong and he tried to intervene and much like they did this time they had to get him out the way because while he was in rehab a couple episodes ago and she was about to kill herself he saw that happening right so just like he's seeing becky in in sasha now and his and this is one of my favorite scenes because his his love for his sister is very very strong Mm -hmm. but he didn't default to like what mom and dad have been defaulting to like well let's keep her close because Becky's there you know he's like you gotta help me get Becky out of Sasha she gotta get out of you know so he immediately had more concern for Sasha than he did for his sister probably because he knows what I know she's no good (laughs) yeah it it did (laughs) seem like very calculated they were like he has to go back to rehab as if rehab is a code name for something else well it's their rehab right it's not like you know he's not going to passages or whatever it's like it's their very specific annex rehab where you know and he had the goons on standby I was was like where'd they come from (laughs) hired goons but but, by the way that's the dream to have hired goons on standby I would love to have hired goons on standby no doubt Uh, but the reason why Elliot's there is because Sasha feels that she has to experience uh, something out of body herself to get closer to Becky's motivations and he's going to trips it before he 
had his episode. So just overall, what did you, what did you guys think of Sasa's trip? Christian, first with you, just the idea of going through these segments. and, and Yeah, these no, I mean, I think uh, the uh, well done, uh, very creepy sequence with, the, you know, all the, you know, really all the girls from the story as, you know, just uh, oversized package like Barbie dolls, basically. And, uh, you know, I thought that... Uh, it sets the tone, like, yeah, this is going to be weird, you know? And uh, I thought that uh, you do see some... You see Becky being kind of helpful in, you know, in the way that she's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm stuck like this. I, I, you're the only way that I can move on or whatever my my dark, dark, evil soul can do at this point. And uh, I, I don't know, I think you see Becky helping Sasha, but it's really helping her understand because that's what benefits Becky. But uh, I thought that uh, it was good that uh, she's able, you know, some cool stuff like getting her pulled through the mirror and stuff like that, I thought. uh, But, uh, yeah, I thought they did a a good job of, uh, you know, showing us that, uh, you know, this is going to be be a little bit of a trip, you know. Mm -hmm. I was mad that it only took one puff and she was done. I was like, really? That's how good, that's how good uh, that stuff was. <laughs> I never had DMT before, so I couldn't tell you. I, I don't need. I couldn't tell you either. But I'm like, <laughs> I feel like it would take more than one. But um, no, I, I agree. I think I think that it was played well. I think what I found interesting was her first initial vision, which had, actually had nothing to do with Becky mm-hmm. as much as it had to do with kind of her insecurities because, you know, she was de- dressed as a Native American doll. Mm-hmm. And so that plays into her own narrative For about, sure. you know, which tribe she fits in and TJ's parents not accepting her because she's not whatever tribe he is and then how she's being looked at because she's had this heart surgery. And I, and I think it played into more than it just being Becky's heart but now she has this permanent scar, you know, because we've seen her do everything in this season to cover that. Mm-hmm. So I think her first initial where she went to first was all her own. And then everything kind of. Right. And in that scene, the, the Marnie and Penelope dolls, you one of them you hear say, no one wants to play with you, mm-hmm. you know, and it just sort of reinforces yeah, her, her own issues that, uh, you know, it's like, oh, you're not just walking on, on Becky's trip. This is this is you, yeah. as shown by the fact that she sees, you know, what was referenced. Frank told us that uh, Sasha's mom tried to leave her in the the bathroom at a Wendy's, which is right. very specific. Yeah, it was specific. Probably a pride place. Dollar right? menu. We've well, been yeah. running the tab of the, <laughs> the bands that were mentioned. Dollar menu for real? Wow. Well, uh, well, look, if you're going to leave your kid, you know, you want to make sure you get an affordable meal yeah. for when you drive away. <laughs> exactly. that Not that I've ever thought of Just leaving saying. my kids anywhere. Yeah. It's prudent planning. Yeah. Uh, so we <laughs> actually uh, have our first uh, real clear-cut view of the masks, right? Um, mm-hmm. Definitely... Uh, Makes more sense with the drawings. I know Christian, you were saying that. What is what is? How does that tie into the drawings that Becky was making? Was that like uh, satisfying for you to see that, or that still raise more questions for you? Well, I think it's satisfying in that it's a it's a partial reveal. We still need to know a lot more, but it's uh, it's like all right, and yeah, the, both of these episodes, you have a sense of really. I think going back to you know these episodes and the ones we talked about last night mm-hmm. we're really getting to see the bigger conspiracy you know because we answered a lot of like here's what happened to Becky the night she died and now we're getting into well here's why and it's probably even crazier than you think it is take a look at the goat mask that's kind of all you need to really know you know when right. uh, when there's any kind of secret society with masks and looks like any kind of sacrifice you're like you know if it looks like eyes wide shut you're like yeah this is probably going to be weird 
I haven't seen Eyes Wide Shut. What? It's half good. It's one of the few films that's filmed in 4x3. That was the film school. Sorry about that. Uh, so, <laughs> nerd! <laughs> nerd! How do you guys feel about the uh, the folding of time there? Of going back and forth and manipulating time and space, Jackie? I thought it was very Pulp Fiction-y. Yes. I really, I liked it. I thought um, that that was probably more for us, you know, because people who would recognize that immediately. I thought that was great. I also yeah. thought it was good because it... It would take us through probably what um, Sasha saw immediately, and then it took us from different points of view. Because initially, I was furious with Nancy. Mm-hmm. And like, how are you just going to send your son off with these goons? But unbeknownst to me, the first time was they had just had a conversation. And so she's on team like, yeah, if he can stay clean, let's keep him out. Let's help him. But then she is kind of, she's spiraling. She's been spiraling this whole time. And then she sees what has to look like a crack pipe sitting next to Sasha. And her son is is high. Of course that's going to trigger her because now she's, she still thinks that he attacked her daughter. Right. So in that moment, she had to be motherly. And she had to say, okay, we can't have another repeat of this. Please come give my son help. So I liked how you had that two different emotions about the same scene. I thought it was really good. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, although my question about the uh, the the party is that what was the actual purpose of that tent? Because there was no problem for them to just go in there and get high, you know. I mean, so the, why why was that tent there? You know, it's very very conveniently uh, tent, set up yeah. there. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. <laughs> it's a meditation tent, probably. Sure, sure. Or I thought it was a lap dance yeah. tent. What? Well, <laughs> well, you know, I mean, that's yeah. where my mind just I mean, always yeah. goes. I don't know. Now that you mentioned <laughs> it, that's yeah. probably why it was there. Yeah, it's probably the order. Kind of lap dance tent. Yeah. Right. But no, I did like the way that uh, that that time sort of uh, folded back a couple of times throughout the course of the episode because each time it's like oh and here's the little bit that you didn't know when you Mm -hmm. saw it the first time so uh, I think it did a good job giving us a complete picture really until kind of the end you know when we see Nancy take off we at least understand what's going on there so sure Mm -hmm. and speaking of the complete picture our friend Ms. Jackie Ray it's now time for our special segment. It's called Fact versus okay. Fiction. Okay, all right. Let me get my... Wait. Okay. Here it is, guys. So um, we're going to do some fact and fiction that's also kind of a little bit of news for you because um, we talked a lot in this episode about ayahuasca. Is that how you say ayahuasca. it? Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Yeah. And DMT. So we know that these are psychedelic drugs. Um, what you might not know is, as of this morning... A news report came out that archaeologists have discovered a 1,000-year-old leather bundle in a cave in Bolivia. Basically, it's a drug stash. And in it, it has um, researchers from the University of Berkeley have run tests on it. And they say that it has ayahuasca as well as DMT and some cocaine in it. Cocaine? 1,000-year-old cocaine. Uh, So all of that kind of played in together that was literally just found um sometime this week and um done the test on it earlier today so if you've oh here's a one more important fact i almost forgot because you earlier said that they were goat masks Mm -hmm. that they had so there was a scene earlier in the series where there was the mask on the wall and one of them had kind of a long snout maybe bat maybe goat this satchel is made from the snout of foxes. Fox snouts. Dried mm. fox snouts made the satchel. How many snouts do you think? 
I did if you had, not. If you had to speculate. I would say about five. Okay. You yeah. know? About, so I mean, because you think, think of a fox, the snout, not, that, not big. that big. It's not that big, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And in, when we saw tonight, right after the smoke, and they all turned, the snout, I was like, I bet that's a fox snout. Probably. So, Most yeah. Most likely. Fun fact. That is a fun fact. (laughs) People have been getting high for a long time, and I I don't think I realized it was quite that long. Yeah, so once again, fact or fiction, we land on fact again in this Chambers episode. I'm loving all the facts we're getting. This is surreal. Surreal. Right? Uh, (laughs) Right? Uh, Speaking of surreal, my favorite scene of this episode, personally, has been when Yvonne and TJ and Frank get together. And like, wait, Saz is actually going through some stuff. We agree. Um, and Yvonne finds a hole in the ceiling, which I'm so glad it paid off, and it wasn't just a cheap trick. We, can we just talk about how she found the hole in the ceiling, though? No one else was troubled by her just randomly trying to play a CD and then go, I'm trying to play the CD, and let me look up now. There was some dust. There was like a, like a speck of dust. I mean, well, I mean, <laughs> I, I, it, it's believable when the reveal is like, oh, crazy lady's up there. Right. You know, eating mice. Eating half so, mice. More mice have died in this one than any yeah. other movie I've ever I'm going to hope that seen. they somewhere in the credits have one of those disclaimers that no, no mice, mice were harmed. harmed <laughs> in the filming of this show. Um, and I did like the way that, uh, you know, TJ's like, yeah, you're going up there. Yeah, you know, and she's I like, really? Like she's you know? the smallest one. Frank I saw specifically my guy. said. Well, yeah, look, Frank Frank would get stuck up there. Yeah, that, for sure. Frank wasn't going. I'm just saying, Frank and TJ saw their, their guys and were like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's some dark stuff. So, Yvonne, check it out. <laughs> yeah. Be brave. But yeah, just in case there's some crazy old lady eating mice, why don't you go ahead? We don't want to go up there. <laughs> and the effigies there, too, that the beaded woman mm-hmm. in the same mm-hmm. shape is uh, out there. So, I, I'm again, I'm so glad it paid off because I was worried I would be like a cheap like end of episode trick to get you like a jump scare kind yeah. of a thing but I'm glad there that was that's... a jump scare when the old lady jumped out oh yes that's absolutely true because mm-hmm. it's the same lady from we saw before yeah. with the beads and whatnot yeah. yeah I thought it was going to be like a camera or something so I was uh, impressed that it's like oh crazy lady's up there yeah and, yeah. yeah Um, sorry go ahead I was curious the the shape of the you know person that's laid out in the rocks was that directly over her bed like where she would actually be laying I think so, it's and I think small, that that's think. imagery oh, okay. we've seen before. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that's from a, a dream we've seen before. Uh, before we run out of time, I wanted to talk about the beginning of this episode, if sure. you remember, which is uh, Penelope. Your friend. Before, my, yeah, this is why I'm starting to maybe not trust her, but I'm going to stay on the team just in case. Just in case there's a. Uh, she's she's uh, you know they're perfectly willing to uh, perform CPR on Sasha, and again. Another one of those creepy smiles for the camera, you know? So it's yeah. like, well, all right, well, then what was going on there? You I know? actually like liked the smile. I actually thought the smile was because she was sitting in the truck when the lights kind of mm-hmm. sparked, and she's like, what the hell? And then she goes in to give CPR, and then when they take her away, I was on the fence. I was like, either it was a smile of, hey, you know, I did something good. These people are going to have to like me now because you know she's kind of odd man out in school. Sure. Either that or maybe... The lip-to-lip action, she immediately knew that a heart was going to... Because at this point, she must know that Becky's dead. And so maybe she's in the little culty thing, and she goes, ah... Yeah, they're gonna put the heart of my friend in this chip. Kind of felt like a little more the latter that, yeah. that she knew that she was a perfect vessel. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think that the smile was that uh, yes, everything's going perfectly according to plan. You know that uh, obviously uh, she's not there in that moment by accident. I don't think so. Uh, I think that uh, the annex has everything very well laid out. They they you can think she's the- part of the annex. Uh, I mean, she's more rich people in the same town and. Uh, uh, yes, I, actually, I think that, I want to jump in here because that's actually my prediction. Mm, okay. Right now, okay. those predictions. 
Wavy, wavy. And now, you're after Buzz TV. <laughs> <laughs> I love that drop. So as far as the end is concerned, we got some Ruth, um, Evan, Coach Jones, R.A.P., question mark, and Deacon is mentioned in the mix. I know. I did like that. I yeah. was like, hey, Deacon. Deacon, how far mm-hmm. does this go? How many more people do we think are involved in the annex on this show? Everyone. Everyone. I mean, besides- not not Frank and, you know, I mean, but uh, I think everybody in the, the rich Valley. people town, Crystal Valley, yeah. uh, I, you know, I think because even like Nancy doesn't seem as all in on it, but she is connected to it in some way, you know, mostly because of Ben. So I think you have people that are involved in the conspiracy, but I think that uh, in some way this annex kind of runs everything. Even Ravi? <gasps> Maybe not Ravi. Okay. I don't think it, but I don't think it does Ravi because I think if he... If he was in on it, he his first question wouldn't be, hey, do you think she loved me? You know what I mean? He would be trying to lure her into something else. So I think he's he's free and clear. I think I think her uh, her brother's free and clear. I, but I still don't think Penelope is in on the annex. Well, I'm on her team, so I agree with you. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm staying on I team th- Penelope. I think she's creepy for, as hell, for, yeah. but I don't right. think she's annex creepy. Annex creepy is a different level. Like, yeah. Just because somebody wears a wig doesn't mean they're creepy, okay? Okay, and uh, thoughts on the final two episodes of the season, 9 and 10? Jackie? You know, I, I don't know. Um, as, a, as a person who has watched Supernatural for 14 years, when I saw the black smoke, I, instantly I went to Demon, because that's what it's been for 14 years Those for demons, me. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, I don't, you know, I just want to... I feel like when she got that message in her hand that said, kill, kill yourself, like that was um, Becky understanding that whatever's in her is not coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... That would be my prediction. Either it takes over her completely or, which is what I'm hoping for, they find a way to get it out of her. Sure. Uh, I think that it's not going to stop with Coach Jones. I think uh, the body count is uh, going to get much higher over these next two mm. episodes. Uh, and you know what? It it uh, it could even be Penelope. You know, it could be somebody who's going to just kind of be caught in the crossfire who uh, ends up uh, ends up dead at the end of the series. Dun, dun, dun. I assume there's going to be a season two, but to me, I love the growing mm. allegory between the United States and the native lands and territories mm-hmm. and different kinds of dark forces versus light forces. They may be an alliance on either end. But yeah. I just, that's just me speculating. Putting two in there. Yeah, that's, that's what you're here for. Yeah. That's what we're all here so for. So we do, people. That's true. Uh, that <laughs> wraps it up for us. Before we get out of here, where can the world find you, well, Christian? Uh, I think we should also let people know that uh, to that. find us. Okay. I thought you were just skipping it because usually this is the very end where they can find us. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, uh, But you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ. Yeah. You can find me on all things social media at jraythefanatic or jraythefanatic.com. All right. My name is Flobo Boys. You can find me at Twitter at Flobo Boys, on Instagram at Flobito, Flobito.com. Uh, our next episode will be our final episode for the season. Uh, <gasps> next week, uh, at Time and Place TBD, right? We may well, let's say very likely. Well, it'll definitely be Wednesday. Right, definitely Wednesday. It's a week from sure. tonight. Well, so yeah. that part's for sure. Christian, and, how about you let the world And know, right? uh, possibly. Possibly. Seven Pacific. Seven Pacific. And possibly a very special guest in studio from the Chambers TV show. If I had what? to guess, who could it be? Uh, Cheddar, Cheddar the Mouse. Cheddar yes. the, wait, which one? Well, no, There's, his tail. We've got Cheddar's just tail. Got, yeah, well, I'm going to wear the tail <laughs> necklace no matter what. Okay, yeah. Uh, are we looking forward to that? I'll be here. We'll all be here in studio. Anything else you want to add? We love you guys. Yes, that's uh, what I'd like to add. <laughs> <laughs> guys, good night, everybody. Bye. 
Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 